Well, hello and welcome to Snippets and Nuggets. This is episode 12 and I am so very excited. Today's episode is Young, Gifted, and Black. And I have two young, gifted, and black young men on the line with me today. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. (laughs) Good evening. Well, today... Um, we're, um, I'm so excited and I'm so honored to have the both of you here. I'm going to, and you both have been here before, I think, um, perhaps. Um, go ahead and introduce yourselves. I'll start with the oldest. My name is Joseph Williams, a.k.a. Joe Williams. Um, I live in Ketchikan, Alaska. I am a singer and performer. And yeah, and I'm okay. your oldest son. You are my oldest son. Both of <laughs> both of these are my boys, and my second oldest is uh, Chris Monza, aka Chris Monza. Um, Period. <laughs> uh, it's Chris Monza. What do you I do, am Chris? An actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I live in Dallas, typically Dallas, Texas, but right now I'm in Chicago, Illinois. All right. On a secret project that no one's ever heard of before. Okay, okay. So, yeah, so we 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 don't know of it, and we're not gonna talk about it here today. We, you know, whatever. That's fine. But I'm excited because both of you are talented. Both of you are young, and both of you are gorgeous young men. Of course, because you're my sons. But oh, I, I just want to know. <laughs> I want to know boys like what inspired you to go the route that you went because both of you are entertainers so what made you decide to go that route should I start first or yeah okay well you know I've always wanted to perform I've always wanted to entertain I've always kind of been a bit of a, a jovial and clownish personality And I never thought I could, though, because growing up, I had a really severe stutter. So I never thought I would be able to do that kind of stuff and speak in front of an audience and do all that. And then grandma um, taught me to sing through my stuttering, which which started my love for singing, uh, even though everyone everyone in our family sings. But uh, that really started the kind of uh, track trek i've had with singing and then i started taking lessons and yeah i remember that i remember my mom used to tell you this thing and also i remember when you literally i remember you actually paid for lessons Mm -hmm. and i was really impressed because i just couldn't believe i just sat back and i just kind of watched you do your thing you said you were paying for these lessons i don't know where, where did you pay for those lessons it was some person yeah it was uh chelsea wilson she taught from the university of michigan and their uh mm-hmm. latter-day saints church yeah yeah and I, I remember was, that yeah i was impressed like wow look at him and i was excited to see where it was gonna take you and it has taken you to places way outside of michigan you said catch can alaska you you done went all the way <laughs> west and Tennessee. north come on well, you know, I didn't come here to sing, but I have been able to find my voice here and find yeah. that um, it's something that people are willing to pay for, something that pe- that, uh, that I can use 
to sustain my 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 life and livelihood. I think I that's that. the important thing too is mm-hmm. we don't often know that like the gifts that we have are uh marketable and and profitable. Definitely. Hmm. Because especially you know the family we come from is so many talented people. Right. That it the arts really is 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 just in our blood. It but is. no one has that I know has gone forth and used that art in a way that was like, oh, that's a career. Well, we do actually we do have some family members that have done that. Nobody um, I know. But nobody you know though. <laughs> but but no nobody you know personally. But just to let you get let you know though, we do have uh, James Ingram is a part of our family. Um, he's a singer. And then we have Keith Robinson, who's an actor, who's a part of our family. And I'm quite sure we have more uh, family members and a lot of models and different stuff like that. And then your auntie, she's she's singing. You know, she's she's out and she's doing her thing, too. Lolly. I didn't know James Ingram was a part of our family. Yeah. You probably yeah. don't know either. <laughs> well, I think he's dead. <laughs> now, do you know what? I ain't gonna put that on that man. I don't know. Is he not that... dead? I don't think James Ingram is dead now. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else then. No, I think he's a, alive and well. And and uh Barry Gordy, um oh, our great great grandma Egan, wait a minute. She taught <laughs> she taught Barry Gordy how to play the piano. Now if Barry Gordy hears this. He will know that Agen Alexander taught him to play the piano, and she. I don't even know who that is. Well, she taught me to play the piano, which I, I don't practice anymore. But Grandma Agen, I used to live with her when I was like in middle school. That's is that like uh, cousin Mark's that's, mama. Yeah, that's cousin Tina. That's on that side of the family. Yeah, that's cousin Tina's, and them grandma. So yeah. So like it's it's all it's sprouted out all everywhere. And, and and Michael Jackson. And Michael Jackson, my cousin. You know, I did hear that we have a grandmother who was uh, an opera singer, and she would entertain uh, the governor and mayor and, and things. But I also heard she was a part of the Illuminati, so I'm not sure. Ooh. Oh my goodness! Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. This is where black folks go real left. Look, everybody, our cousin. <laughs> Everybody, my Everybody. No, no, but I do. Him. I do know we have some <clears throat> people who who gone. But the point is, is that like when I was growing up, mm-hmm. Auntie Lolly wasn't. You know, she was in the Navy. She went to the Navy and she was gone, and and that right. was as close as I knew anyone in our circle of family. Right, you know, right. not extended family of like, oh, what well, is your cousin? And you know that I don't know yeah, them. They yeah. ain't never called. They ain't, I ain't never seen them a day in my life. So, yeah, I got you. I got so you. it's like. That so with that, not... how did you, well, what made you, Chris, that leads me to you, what made you decide the arts or this is what I'm going to do? Well, it was, uh, I was in high school and I, and, and like Joe said, you know, we, we've always been very imaginative, uh, playful children, you know, and, mm-hmm. and so play was always fun. It, mm-hmm. it was never a career option just because it didn't, it wasn't in my realm of reality at that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and I didn't even know you could do it really. You know, I knew, you know, I don't know. It wasn't in that, in my sphere of reality. But when I was in high school, I saw uh, Beauty and the Beast. And this kid I watched, man, 
he played guest on and I, and I knew him from school and I just watched the transformation and like how I felt wrapped up in that story. And, and I know you used to take me to like shows and plays when I was, I think you took me to the crucible. Mm. Uh, and, and, but I just remember in that moment, seeing beauty and the beast being like, Whoa, wow. this is it. This is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Cause I was going to go to college for architecture and I hated it. Uh, I, no, I pushed that too. I, I wanted you to do architecture. I could see it almost like because yeah. you were so creative. I guess I was seeing the creativity and I, I was seeing that you could build, but it was on, on a different level. Right. Was that around the same time Eventus Angel prophesied to you about uh, your career in Gabby? No, that was, this is a close, but I had already decided I was going to be an actor by the time I had met her. Um but this is right around. This is all happening in the same time. And so I decide I'm going to be an actor. I'm like, this is this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to mm-hmm. graduate from here. I'm not going to college. I'm going to get a car. I'm going to drive to California. I'll sleep in my car, get a gym membership and audition. Wow. I had no clue what I was talking about. I didn't even know how <laughs> any of it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I just knew I was going to do it. And so I'm planning this out and I called Joe. And I'm like, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out. I'm going to get this car. Drive out to California. I'm going to get a gym membership. I'm going to be an actor. I'm going to do audition. He's like, oh, okay. Um, you remember you know, that, Joe? Well, I do. No, I remember specifically you were uh, saying that you were going to be a classically trained soprano. And I told you that you couldn't be a soprano <laughs> because that's specifically a female voice type or something that, like well, that. that. That was me messing with Joe because... I knew af- after I said we were, we would watch Glee, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be a classically trained soprano. And he was like, you can't do that. And I'm like, watch me. He's like, no, you literally can't <laughs> do that. Like they just wouldn't call you a soprano. You, like, could, you could be oh, a yeah, countertenor or whatever, but I'm gonna be a classically trained soprano. But <laughs> stop. But uh, this one was, I was telling him I was gonna go to California, and he was like, well, you could also you could go to school for it. And that was the first time I heard that you could go to school, like, for acting. I was like, oh, where? I was like, where? Like, where? He's like, well, like, U of M has a great program, and Western Michigan has a great program. And he knew all this stuff, like Mm -hmm. Joe does. He just knows things. He does. He knows things. Well, well, it's also because at the time, I was thinking of going to school for voice performance. Which which brings me to the point, I'm, I'm going... He, he says Western Michigan and my best friend Brandon was already going there and I was like oh perfect then I'll go there I had no idea about anything and then I'm, I'm like I had to ask Joe like what a monologue was I had to oh. ask Joe like okay so like what's all this like what, what is a monologue he's like well it's kind of like and he like tried to explain it to me and I'm like okay and and like what what do you gotta they say you gotta audition like what do you gotta audition he's like well you probably have to prepare two songs because now you know now i know he's he's thinking of going into vocal performance mm-hmm. and i was thinking of going into musical theater performance which are two different categories completely mm-hmm. um and so having to sing a song in two languages uh threw me off of the idea i was like nope i'm gonna just do the regular theater performance one you know mm-hmm. i was like i'm not gonna do that one and so that's how it started for me um wow and Joe, Joe had a, a huge hand in, in guiding wow. my academic uh, journey with acting. Wow, mm-hmm. that's that's huge. And guess well, how what? lovely new, is that? That's news to me. I never even knew this. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. Good job, Joe. That's what big brothers are supposed to do. Oh, I'm so excited. And now look at you. Look I'll look at him. And and Joe, you went to Wayne State for a bit. Yes, for voice performance. I didn't like voice performance though because I didn't want to sing opera. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I think I he wanted to do musical theater. Yeah, I realized while I was there, I wanted more of a more of a contemporary voice music edu- education, uh-huh. so something like a Berkeley or they have something Ooh. in Detroit now that um that wasn't there when I was in school still. But yeah, no, I didn't want to do opera, so wow. that didn't work out for me. Well, I mean, you know what? But where where it led you guys to is amazing. Uh, Chris, you ended up graduating uh, Western, and then uh, with your undergrad, and then you went on to do your masters at UC Irvine. Joseph is performing, and it's very, very, uh, very celebrated artist and catch a can. They mm-hmm. do a whole big big uh, time homecoming. <laughs> for him. He's like the king of catch a can or something. For real though, oh, it's, it's a little weird actually. It's the lady, it was a lady walked up to me. I mean, <laughs> bro, I mean, I get to catch the cat, I go to visit, and me and Joe, we're like out where me, Joe, Uncle Ricky, I think, I think it was just me and Joe at this time. But uh, we're walking around, and this lady walks up to me, she like looks like she might be a little cracked out, but maybe not. <laughs> but stop it, no, no I'm, way. I'm joking, I'm joking. She, but she was very like excited to see me. Cause she's like, "Oh, are you Joseph's brother?" Like, oh, hi, oh, Joseph, Joseph has us all under his spell. Seriously, Not spell, child. I said, "Are you okay, Miss?" <laughs> Bleak twice. If, but that no, but but they love. They really, really got a lot of love for Joe there, and it's beautiful to see. It really is. Yeah, I get a lot of support here, and it's really, really great. And, you know, it's really helped me to kind of cut my teeth as far as performing and booking things and representing myself as a professional performer and uh, and going into other places. It's shown me what I have to kind of do. And I'm lucky here. I've been able to break down a few barriers here because Ketchikan is an arts town, and there are other singers and performers here. But, you know, um, I feel for some time, uh, bands and singers weren't as valued here. So I showed a lot of the venues here that having uh, high quality entertainment can be fruitful for them and that should be passed down to the performers. So I've kind of raised the standard for what performers are paid here mm. and just different things like that. So it's been really nice and it's something that's really helped me in my um, thinking of being a professional singer. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Trailblazer. Let me ask you this, Joe, because you've had to do a lot of self marketing and mm-hmm. and everything. So, like, as somebody who didn't really have that blueprint, how did you sort of learn, like, to market yourself and to ask for a certain amount of money and what was too high and what's too low? And did you just kind of wing it? That's mm-hmm. a yeah, you know, no. Um, so through my shows and things, especially in, in a town like Ketchikan, it's a pretty small town, so. Um, I just started to befriend the people on my social media, uh, promote my social media. And then when I would do the shows, I kind of got to see what the bars were making and kind of see what my pull was in these different places. And I kind of based my fees on that. Mm-hmm. It, you, you know, like if, yeah. if, if because I'm there, you're going to make an extra five, ten, twenty thousand dollars 
I need some of that monies. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some of that. And before in the beginning, were you just kind of doing it for 20 bucks or like, were you, were you just like, oh, I'll just do it until you figure out like, what you, you know what you, 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 you know what I was lucky. I had, um, other experienced musicians like my good friend diane slagle now diane fast at the time i started uh gigging with her and she's been a professional musician for over 30 years so uh she had her kind of standard as to what um she was willing to work for and she really helped me to kind of understand what we were doing and and what to ask for at least initially when we were first getting here uh building our name we started performing we got to see what uh we were bringing and then it uh adjusted from there over the years wow uh, chris uh what and joe what are some because we're going to wrap it up here in just a, um, a moment what are some projects that you guys have been involved in that you can talk about that you're at liberty to talk about and and let the people know where they can find you and where they can follow and support you on social medias i'll start with chris this time uh most recently i i was in an episode of chicago fire on nbc okay. Uh, oh wow it was the 15th episode in the 10th season i appeared there previously in the ninth season uh the 12th episode so you can catch Mm -hmm. that on hulu or peacock tv or nbc if you got cable i know a lot of people don't have cable now which is a strange thing for me i know think about it it's crazy Mm -hmm. but uh but yeah yeah so i've been doing that and uh before that, I was doing a lot of theater, uh, regional yeah. theater. I've, I've been several places around the country doing theater, and um, yeah, I, you know, I'm I'm just really you getting your feet wet. You get, getting out getting there. in there, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. Where can they, where can people follow you, Chris? Uh, Chris underscore Monza on Instagram. That's C H R I S underscore. M-A-N-S-A. A lot of people say Mansa, Mansa, as long as you cut the check. Listen. Period. Oh, point blank. <laughs> Period. <laughs> and Joe, what about you? Like, what, what what are some of the most recent things you've done or where can people find you and follow you and support? Yeah, uh, pretty much everything I do is just live performance. So um, I'm not involved in any projects that people can pull up and see. But I am on social media and all of my social media is Joe Williams underscore IV. And that's uh, TikTok, Snapchat, uh, Instagram and all the good stuff. That's awesome. IV as in the fourth. Yes. So, yes, as you can find him there. He is amazing. He's an awesome singer. And because of that, of course, I'm going to have him to take us up out of here with a little bit of something, something. And so go ahead, Joe. Hold oh, on. Go ahead. And go ahead, he's going to start recording his performances. Yes, oh. I should have them recorded. You're absolutely right. That's you know what, Ma, when you asked me to sing something, I didn't know what I was going to sing, but there's a little song that I wrote. It's an original, and I love the message that came to me when I was kind of sussing it out in my mind. So um, here we go. Okay. And it seems like every time I spread my wings to fly, There's a force inside of me that keeps me anchored. 
to the ground. And there's a paradise. It's on the other side of my mind. And I can see it. Mirage glowing in the background of the hell and hectic tortures of my life. But I deserve to fly. So I need you. I need you here. I need you, I need you, I need you, I need you, I need you here. I need you, I need you, I need you, I need you, I need you here. With me. That's just the first verse. That is gorgeous. Well, listen, guys, we got to get out of here. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Snippets and Nuggets. And you've had the experience of my sons, Joe and Chris. See you guys next time. Bye-bye. Thanks, Mama. Bye. Bye.